Hi, I'm Mario Guerra, the two-time former mayor of the great city of Downey. And I'm here with my co-host, Eric Pierce, the editor of the Downey Patriot. And you're watching, you're listening to Talking Downey with Mario and Eric. Hey, what's happening? Ah, not much. How are you doing? There's a lot going on. What do you mean not There's much? There's a lot going There's on. This and this and this and yeah, all it, kinds of stuff. It it feels like it's been a very long week, and it's only we're taping this on Wednesday, but yeah. it feels like it's been a very long week. Yeah, already. yeah. So we're we always want to talk to uh, the day after our council meeting, kind of mm-hmm. to recap for the listeners and for the viewers of the council meeting. You no, know, I'm guilty because I looked at the agenda. I didn't see anything really stand out to me, right. so I didn't watch. You did watch the meeting, yeah. and apparently I missed a few things. It like. there was, you're right. There really wasn't anything. It was mostly consent agenda item, but a lot of stuff happened that, mm-hmm. that um, just listening to the council members' comments, and they had 22 speakers. Mm-hmm. One of the agenda items was about permit parking in South Downey, mm-hmm. and the vote really surprised me how the vote came out. Uh, and then, of course, we talked about the terrible shooting that happened and what other people what were thinking in downtown Downey yeah. about it. So. Why don't we start there? Okay. Because um, that, was, that was a very big um, incident that happened. So early Saturday morning, I'm sure everybody knows about this by now, uh, shooting over at Mumbo Grill. Uh, four people were hit. Uh, four people were hospitalized. I heard this morning, as of today, three people were released from the hospital. Yes. One remains hospitalized. Uh, suspect was arrested. Right. Uh, so, so bigger picture, this led into a conversation initiated by the mayor, uh, Mayor Claudia Frometa, about safety, public safety in downtown Downey. She talked about maybe installing cameras. She talked about possible curfews, things that in in that the city council would consider. To, in, in the interest of public safety. Right, right. So it came out last night, too, that so what happened is this gentleman, and, and that's a loose term, mm-hmm. this man and his girlfriend uh, were belligerent inside Mambo Grill. And uh, they refused to sell him more alcohol because he had passed his limit and so forth. And he was causing a disturbance, so they asked him to leave. Uh, so he leaves and he goes to his car and starts driving southbound on mm-hmm. Downey Avenue and puts his gun outside the window and starts shooting through mm-hmm. the window uh, into Mambo Grill. Uh, what a asinine thing to do and terrible thing to do. So, um, but it came up last night. So uh, Mambo Grill had followed all their security. Every place like that has to have a security protocol with mm-hmm. the Downey police filed and the Downey police inspects it, meets with them and so forth. Right. So they did have four armed security there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that that's part of it. So they were in compliance with everything. Uh, this gentleman was from uh, Simi Valley. Um, it's interesting is because Downey police, man, they're awesome. They work through the night. They get every video and so forth. They asked for my building video there. I got a call on Sunday about it because uh, the car was driving right down into yeah. the video camera. So, you know, on Monday, two, within two days, they arrest this man mm-hmm. in Simi Valley. We have him under custody. Yeah. Um, but then it brings up the question, is it safe in downtown? What's the situation with all these uh, resto bars that we have? Mm-hmm. And then people are blaming, you know, all those locals. I mean, come on. It's, it's a block down the street. It's got mm-hmm. nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. 
you we've never had an incident like that thank goodness right so now you kind of everything kind of came into question now the the interesting conversation is what the city does in in response to it I, i've spoken to i know you've spoken to downtown business owners there is a little bit of of a fear of overreaction with 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 the curfew because you know let's talk about mambo grill they had four armed security guards because of the clientele that they attract to that location and so so i think they don't want to be they don't they don't want to go public but there's business owners who would prefer at the city deal with problem tenants as opposed to passing a blanket legislation and punishing everybody because downtown's come a long way in the past couple of years and you don't want just one one problem restaurant to ruin it for everybody and it's just one problem so you i think they have to look at everything what how many incidences they've had throughout the street there i mean those are all numbers that they can work Mm -hmm. with with the downey police so it came very clear last night uh mayor fermetta was very strong uh mayor uh mayor pro tem trujillo uh, when it took it a step further, uh, and he wants to make sure that we even prosecute or put people in jail because he says that there's been no action on folks when they it starts now on October 1st. Uh, this is coming from the state and the DA. If you the the no bail policy, mm-hmm. so if you arrest somebody for grand theft auto, okay, normally you'd be arrested and you'd have a thirty-five thousand dollar bail. Mm-hmm. So under this new dictate on there, you get arrested right now. We arrest you, put you in handcuffs, take mm-hmm. all the information, right. and then we release you with a, mm-hmm. please appear for no reason, just right mm-hmm. now, yeah. for you stealing a car. Mm-hmm. So there's some big crimes that now there's no punishment for. So Mayor Pro Tem Trujillo was saying he wants our police department and our city to look at, can we put him in jail here for the 48-hour hold because mm-hmm. we have the facilities there mm-hmm. and so forth. So that was kind of an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of interesting because he worked for you know, DA George, George Gascon. Gascon. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like a almost kind of a reverse on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Council member Hector Sosa was also of the same. He raises two kids here. He's raising them. You know, this is a safe city and law and order needs to come back. We need mm-hmm. to have law and order. Um, they talked about more police officers, but, you know, we we're budgeted for six more right now, I believe. Mm-hmm. You know, the one thing for the Downey Police Department is that we always look for hiring the best. So can we fill those positions in a hurry? Probably, but it's not the long-term or the good cops that we've always had. Mm -hmm. So we are a little bit more diligent in how we hire. It's paid off for us on there, but we're, I think, I believe it's six short from what we're already budgeting. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we can always use more police officers. So money's not an issue. It doesn't seem to be, although Mm -hmm. uh, Mayor Frometa brought up is this half cent sales tax. If we had it, it could bring $2 million to do that. So I don't think we were doing an increased sales tax Mm -hmm. uh, type of thing. And what didn't pass last time was the occupancy tax, which I'm a little bit disturbed from us residents. Um, Maybe the city didn't sell it right. But it's a, uh, an occupancy tax uh, for the hotels here. So it's paid for by the other folks that are staying in the hotel. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't want to, like, you know, charge them up the wazoo for that. But they should have had, 
we should we residents should have passed that. That was mm-hmm. like a no brainer. We're well below the occupancy tax in LA County or any place else on there. So that's revenue that we could have to do some more of these things. But yeah, you know. So we'll see. I mean, the the discussion is going to continue. I think everybody obviously wants our residents to be safe. Yeah. Uh, no matter you know downtown Downey or any part of Downey, it's just a matter of of how we get there and not jumping to to yeah. conclusions yeah. too quick. So, it's interesting. So during the public comment, there's also 22 people that spoke. Uh, and what they do is, which I don't know if I agree with it completely, but they do, you know, they give 30 minutes for public comment. So if you have 22 people that got their card, they each only get two minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to, you only limit it to 30 minutes, which I don't know. I've, we didn't do that. We always mm-hmm. used to have as, as long as it took. I understand because of certain gadflies and, and mm-hmm. idiots that come up there. But I don't know, two minutes, some people that were literally talking about the parking or thing on the agenda uh, were really cut short in it. And very, you know, homeowners, normal, this is mm-hmm. where you file your grievance kind of thing right. and stuff. So they had 22. Uh, they had eight regarding this permit parking situation for the Southeast Downey. Um, and then they had several that talked about public safety, several critiqued the council. And several others then even critiqued all those locals. So, um, anyways, I just thought that was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. One gadfly that didn't adhere to the city attorney's request and so forth did get escorted out mm-hmm. after several warnings. Yeah. And then they had to clear everybody. And then you have the real Joe gadflies. There's two or three other gadflies that then come back and start you yeah. know making derogatory remarks i remember when <laughs> when when you were on the council that sometimes a public comment would go you know past an hour longer it would be the meetings would go super late i didn't mind it that's the opportunity for the public to address their elected yeah. representatives but i get it though yeah. i get it because people now are disruptive and they're vulgar and it's it's not a it's it's not a respectable place anymore. Yeah. So I, I completely understand. I don't like it, but I completely understand yeah, what yeah. happens. So something else when somebody brought up, and I, God, I can't believe it, I'm even saying it again. But uh, Mayor Frometa did bring up that the city is going to enforce the dress code on all those locals and other establishment, mm-hmm. and they're working with them. So I don't know what that means, but that was kind of interesting. Uh, and the enforcement of overnight RVs. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of overnight RVs, but it takes some process. They're ticketing them, but they're, it's going to take a process to get rid of them, but they are right. they are aware of it, which we're all glad. Now, yeah. what I would like to see is more of an effort, and maybe the city is doing this, is not just issuing citations, but offering them services because mm-hmm. people are living in the RVs, especially on Woodruff, you'll see right, that's what they said. That's multiple they, RVs. Yeah, that's where on the there. residents were on there. They're they're living in the RVs because they have to, yeah. I'm sure. Not because they want well, it to. It always comes down to, you know, and and you get it. And, you know, there's that that humanitarian part, you know, you're right about offering that, but then it's like you know, NIMBY, not in my backyard mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, I, you know, I think you start with one and build towards the other. I'm not sure which right. you know, chicken or the egg kind of thing. Because you cite them, they're just going to move somewhere else. I right, mean, right. But to be honest with you, on there some residents, and again, you know, you know, self-serving, if you will, mm-hmm. that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. take it to another city kind of thing. Sure. I'm not saying that's the right thing. Right. But I think if you gave everybody a choice on there, everybody says, you know, yeah, as long as they – they're not 
you know, creating crime in my city. That's, I'm not. No, no, I get you know, it. I get you know. it. I just want. To, I just want to help them. So to to actually fix the problem. Yeah, but the the problem, Eric, though it's so big, and it's so much in L.A. and it's so much. I mean, we are the homeless capital of the world. So we have to be vigilant. We, you know, we can't fix it all, but we can protect little old Downey. Mm-hmm. So you know, you have you have them on Marina del Rey. You have them on Venice Boulevard. You have all. So you have all these issues, and you know, so how can we? We can help them. We can help a few, but then it keeps getting bigger. Mm-hmm. So I think we just have to enforce our laws and then try to be as compassionate as we can. Yeah. But that's the problem. We're only a small little thing, and we're living next to the giant problem that's 10 miles away from us. Right, you know? so, right. But anyways. What else happened? So the parking permits, there was a big discussion on. There was in a, a pilot program. Uh, to give houses parking permits in a certain areas down in South Downey. And I guess right. people on Bellflower Boulevard can't park on the street, so they allowed you know, seven or eight houses to also have it. Uh, so, of course, some of the residents that came out, I understand, they don't want you know, people to have a permit from three blocks away to be able to park in front of your house. Mm-hmm. takes away your parking, your trash. You don't know how long they're going to be there. You don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff on there. So a little bit of that. Uh, but it was it was ironic. So they came out that it's a pilot program. They're going to try mm-hmm. it out for 18 months and see what happens and then come back to the council. But I thought the one that was Mr. Parking mm-hmm. was Councilman Tim Horn. And he's the only one that voted against it. And I thought mm-hmm. he's the one that brought it forward. So he must not like it. But he didn't make a case against it. Yeah. I listened to their comments between the mayor, Mayor Pro Tem, and Councilman Sosa. But... Um, I just found that interesting. Yeah, that was it is his, interesting. His big thing was that, you know. What do you think of the program? I have my opinions. It's, you know, it's. I think it. It always is going to cause, you know, it's going to keep pushing it down the street mm-hmm. on there. It's always going to be that. We had a problem with um, the apartments on Imperia over there by Dinwiddie, and we built a long wall to kind of protect the neighborhood. So kind of push in the apartments on it. It's 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 a go, it's ongoing problem. So so, so I, I don't support the, the the parking program. So here's my issue. So it's basically it's the homeowners who object to the apartment residents parking on their street. They're taking up the street parking. It's a problem. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. My problem is that the streets are public. It's public parking. It doesn't belong to the homeowners. And then Two, I think, I think we're giving special treatment to to homeowners. Above. It was brought up last night. One of the mm-hmm. council members said that. She sure. goes, "Hey, let's let's be factual. We are giving preferential treatment to the homeowners on there, and we know we are because of right. this, this, and that." So, and you're, and you're punishing the the people who live in apartments. Because they're not parking on the street because they want to. Like in a perfect world, their complex would have enough, you know, sufficient parking. They're parking on the street because they have to. And you know, if if you don't let them park on, you know, street this particular street, they're going to park on the next street. Not because they're trying to be a nuisance, but because they have to park somewhere. You know, most of them are hardworking people who have jobs and yeah. no different than anybody else. But where are they supposed to park? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I just, I, it's not, it's not fixing the problem, I think. And I don't like the preferential treatment. Well, the only thing is that they said, they made it clear that it's a, it's a pilot. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. 
But it was uh, overall the council meeting was interesting. When again, you had you know a whole bunch of consent items and so forth, and it should have been a snap, but it turned out. I guess they had a full crowd mm-hmm. last night. It was good to see they brought in the new uh, youth commissioners. Mm-hmm. I you know those are legacy things that you look back. I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to brag about it, in, but that was my, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when I brought in the youth commissioners because mm-hmm. I heard about it once uh, up in the Bay Area and I instituted it here and I had support from other councils. So when you, when you see that so many years later and they're appointing the new youth commissioners, I'm like, I saw hey, it that was, yeah, that was my baby and I kind of wanted to continue. Good for us in yeah. the city. You good, know, good for so, them, and yeah. it's funny because I've seen I've seen some of those youth commissioners go on to college, and to do really good things. Yeah, you know, within yeah. their career. So it's kind of neat. To yeah, see. it gives them an opportunity to be involved on there. So, yeah. so the other good news, big news that happened uh, today here in Downey, and this is the appropriate place, the uh, Downey Warren game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Downey Warren game is is uh, coming up, I believe. Uh, uh, a, a week from two weeks from Friday, um, October thirteenth. October thirteenth. It's always a sellout. It's huge. It's the rivalry, Downey Warren. This year it's going to be a, a Downey High on there. So it goes back and forth. Our city goes crazy. We've been on TV together. Sellout. Amazing vibrancy. Mm-hmm. The city of Downey is 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 uh, is alive and well. Mm-hmm. And then this year a new element. They were working on this last year, okay, with Bosco versus Modern Day and Downey Warren mm-hmm. about being the first high school to play at SoFi Stadium. So guess what? This year, they will be, Downey versus Warren will be at SoFi Stadium yeah. in the very first high school football game there yeah. on Friday the 13th. Yeah. How exciting for the kids. I know. Uh, they get to go to the same, be in the same locker rooms as the pros and everything Playing else. on a professional yeah. football field. Yeah. Uh, the cheer teams are going to be there, too. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's going to be great for the students. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Out there, We were supposed to, I was supposed to, as civilian aide to the secretary, I was supposed to present a big check to Armando Ramirez, the young man that's now at Loyola, uh, $250,000 mm-hmm. scholarship I was giving him from the Minuteman. So we were going to do it at halftime mm-hmm. of the uh, uh, Downey Warren game. So I hope they're going to carry it over there, yeah. but just on a bigger stage. But we wanted to publicize it to this Downey High School kid. And look, you, this happens there. Uh, Somebody but, did, ask, did ask me. Sorry, I didn't let me interrupt. Uh-huh. Somebody asked me too this morning. Um, usually, the, the Downey Foundation for Educational Opportunities right. uses the Downey Warren game as a fundraiser. Right. They'll sell like sideline VIP passes. Yeah. I wonder if they'll be able to do it. So far, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, Just, I do know the school district had to subsidize some things, and they they will be helping Downey High because again, it's always whatever school that they count that mm-hmm. into their budget because it sure. is that game becomes a fundraiser. So I know Downey Unified is going to subsidize some of those things. And mm-hmm. I'll see Dr. Brosmer tomorrow night at the Columbia Memorial Board meeting. I'll ask him too. Yeah. I'm kind of curious myself. I'm excited. I'm excited. My, yeah. You know, my, my only concern is I don't know how many people are going to show up from like an audience perspective because SoFi is such a big stadium. Yeah. I wonder, I'm curious what the atmosphere is going to be right. in a stadium that big. Right. I, right. I don't know. But well, I saw in the, I saw it this morning. I read, so the, the students and parents will have first choices and so forth. And then the general public will be put mm-hmm. on Ticketmaster the normal way and stuff right. like that. But I always remember there was a young man when I was in high school, 
uh, and I was a good friend of, with a young man that played football for Bosco, okay, Mike. And Bosco was good, and then not good, and now they're great. But he got to play in what they called the Fog Bowl at the Coliseum. And it was a foggy night for the CIF championship. But he told me, so he got to be at Merlin Olsen's locker. Mm. And Merlin Olsen had left. Back then, you didn't wear all the equipment, but there was you know, the white medical tape that you would tape your wrist. Yeah. So Merlin Olsen had left a roll of mm. tape on there in his locker. And Mike told me he was able to use that. And forever, his name, Mike DeSero was his, it was a gentleman's mm. name. Uh, so, you know, he's got to be my age now. Anyways, but that made his career, if you will. Not mm. career, but it, a memory you'll never forget. Yeah. So the Warren and the uh, uh, Downey High School, the students, the coaches, uh, they're going to have a, an experience that they're never going to forget. So for me, cool. That's awesome. It's you know, really cool. They're going to talk about their kids with that. Yeah. No, I, I remember. I think it was 1956 when uh, Downey played in the CIS championship at the Coliseum. Yeah. And I, I know some of the guys who were on that team, and they still talk about playing at the Coliseum. Yeah. They're going to be talking about SoFi forever. Yeah. I, well, you know what? You know what's funny is because you always want to be the first. Mm -hmm. You know, so they're going to be forever the first mm -hmm. high school game team. at SoFi. Uh, so 25 yeah. years from now, so these kids are 16, 17, 18. So let's say they're 18, 25. They'll be, you know, yeah. 43 years old. And telling their kids, yeah, I was the first one. First high school. Uh, I yeah, have. Yeah. I don't have any of that. I have a reverse one. I was the last class not to be ordained in the cathedral. Uh, really? <laughs> you know the new beautiful yeah, cathedral yeah. of Our Lady yeah. of the Angels. Yeah. So our ordinate two thousand and two. Our ordination was going to be in June. So we were asked because the dedication of the cathedral was going to be in September two thousand and two. Mm -hmm. So they asked us whether we wanted to wait. Uh, or, you know, if not, and we had a pretty large class that year in the seminary, and we all took a vote. Mm -hmm. and, it, and unanimously, we're like, no, nah, let's mm -hmm. just get it over with. You How know? funny. So we were ordained June 2002 at uh, uh, St. Mary's uh, um, in uh, Simi Valley, mm -hmm. uh, not Simi Valley, in Camarillo, because um, it was a brand new place and big enough. But I ha we have this thing, so we were the last one the not last to be. The last one not to. How funny. That's <laughs> so, very funny. Anyways. Uh, All right, sir. Well, up? listen, um, we're going to do this show. will drop on Friday. We got a couple other ones to drop. We're going to continue a little bit of our coverage on the candidates. Um, I want to I talk about that for a second. Mm -hmm. sure. So so we've taken, and or I've taken, a lot of heat lately for some of the discussions on the candidates and so mm -hmm. forth. So. Last two years ago, we took a lot of heat, we, the city did, for not vetting a certain candidate, okay? And how can nobody vet it or do this on there? So we kind of took it upon ourselves like, listen, we're going to not let that happen again for our citizens. So yes, we have our preferences, but we want to be fair to every single person. So we're vetting everybody, and then we're letting you know. And now all of a sudden I'm the bad guy because I'm giving you facts. So I just want you to know that. Uh, we'll continue to because I'm a big boy and we'll do on there. You don't like mm -hmm. politics. To me, this is not this is public service announcements, if you will. So we have a couple more shows that we're going to do about the candidates and so forth. Hopefully, just you know, giving you information about their voting record and and what you know what the thoughts and so forth. The candidates forum last week, 
Uh, we'll have a show about that, kind of talk a little bit about what distinguished them. You know, they all sounded like they voted the same way, but there's a big difference between all of them. So, anyway. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff happening in, in Downey. Yeah. And I think the, the, prob the problem that we're having is that there's too much to talk about now. Like, yeah. What do we talk about? There's so much going on at Downey. It's a good thing. Uh, but no, but you're right. Election coming up. Um, events are coming up. Uh, I'll look for you at Havana Nights. So I will be I will be, be there uh, coming back. That was, you know, something I'm real proud of. That was part of my legacy there for having the, brought starting that. And we did it three three different nationalities because I didn't want to be accused mm -hmm. of being impartial or being partial. Yeah. But Havana Nights seemed to be the one that stuck. And, you, yeah. and I'm really happy that they moved Havana Nights down yeah. to the street because yeah. it used to be up on the parking garage. And, yeah. you know, it was just kind of dirty up there and yeah. a little smelly. This, this you get this face out. Yeah. I, I'll tell you, it. Um, we used to, we had the flags a couple of weeks ago, basic, a whole bunch of different flags in the street decorated for mm -hmm. the International Food Festival. So Monday morning when I was driving here to my office and I stopped at the stop sign, I'm like, oh, wow, those are all Cuban flags. Oh. So, yes, I am a refugee. Yes, I am an immigrant. I came over on a freedom flight. So when you see the I am proud to be an American, okay? That's one of the proudest things. I voted every single day since I became 18. But when you still see your, you know, we all come from somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, no matter what nationality, whether you're first, second, third generation, somewhere somebody started it mm -hmm. here. So you're, we all prideful of where our families, our heritage is. Mm -hmm. So for me to see the Cuban flags, all the little Cuban, like, oh, that's kind of cool. Sure. You know, it was kind of yeah. fun to see that. Yeah. I literally pulled over and took a quick photo. It adds a good element to Downey Avenue, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, so that's good. good. Yeah, good stuff. All right, well, listen. Stay tuned. You're watching this probably this Friday, and we will be uh, doing some other shows in between. So um, just stay vigilant. Stay involved. Keep listening. Keep reading. We welcome your comments. We actually watch the comments. We had 61 comments the other day on something, mostly negative about me, uh, and, and I'm okay with What that. else is new? Yeah, what else is new? Hey, I'm a politician. I've been hit so many times. As long as you're honest, if you're if you're lying about something, it, we're going to take it down. Look, and, 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 and I'm going to say, I really don't read the comments. Yeah. I tried, look, no offense, but if... I try to read some of the comments, yeah. and it so, almost gives me a stroke. Yeah, like it, it, it's so like incomprehensible what some people write. There's some really good comments. Yes, but there's there's some really bad comments. Yeah. And it's people trying to be cute who hide, you know, behind, who, you know, being anonymous. They feel they can say whatever it is yeah. that they want to do. I, I lose like brain cells reading it. Yeah. So, but for the actual like intelligent comments, where it, I, I appreciate those. Not, yeah. I don't even care if I agree with it. Yeah. But if you put a little bit of effort into your comment, I don't want to come across like I don't appreciate people who comment. Right. But some people are just really nasty because yeah. they feel they can hide behind a computer or, screen. Or they don't get or they don't get the facts right. Right. They're just so far off mm -hmm. the facts on there. I had a comment, oh, I was thrown out of St. Raymond's and that's why I'm at in Pasadena now. There's 10 years. First of all, mm -hmm. I wasn't thrown out, but there's 10 years. There's some kid named Brandon that just, he just makes up stuff mm -hmm. and puts it on there. Anyways, I'm like, at least know some factual things mm -hmm. on there. And anyways, but you're right. I, I listened. But leave a comment. Uh, on there. Well, if they're, if they're unfactual, yeah, leave a comment. I'm not going to read I'll, it. I'll, I'll, I will. I'll read yeah. them. And so, hey, I got a, you got a little diss not too long ago because uh, it, it, and that's perfectly okay yeah. about somebody 
texted me that they were they wanted to see if that was really my cell number on there. Uh-huh. They said, "Oh, we appreciate you doing that on uh-huh. there," and they, they didn't say anything negative about you. But oh, I thought that was yeah, I wanted to throw that up. So that's yes, talkingdowny at gmail dot com is our email address, and I gave you my cell number. You're always welcome to, uh, and we look forward to it. So. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening to this episode of Talking Downey with Mario and Eric.